0: Hello and welcome to episode 154 of the Perth de Paisley podcast, a podcast dedicated to one of the most informed top-tier football clubs in Europe. Never mind Inter Milan, PSV Eindhoven, Paris Saint-Germain, Galatasaray, Real Madrid, even Rangers. I am, of course, talking about Heart of Midlothian Football Club, and joining me, Adam Kennedy. To discuss the Jambos' latest victory, a 2-0 success against Motherwell at Tynecastle, is Daniel McIver. Mr McIver, how good does that feel?
1: Oh, uh, what timeline is this? I've never experienced this since we were like eight and the George Burley days. Because it just feels like every week it's just like, oh yeah, Hearts have won again. Anything else can be happening in world football. It's just like, oh yeah, but don't worry. Hearts right, so the ever constant in winning. It's great... It's going well. Life's going well. How are you?
0: I'm great, mate. I mean, I, I saw SPFL basically put out like some of the numbers, and you just touched on it there. I'd, I'd be as well to just run through some of them here because it's not very often that this sort of run happens. <laughs> 11 points behind second place Celtic, 14 clear of Kilmarnock in fourth, eight consecutive wins in all competitions, unbeaten in 12 games, 28 points from our last 10 league games. Nine wins and one draw. The best 10 match run in the top flight since
1: 2010
0: 11. Jim Jeffries side picked up 28 points from November 2010 to January 2011. My insane gracious, And
1: mate. it should be better. It should, we should have got a penalty oh, against Ross County and don't. it would have been 30 out of 30. That's an interesting point, actually.
0: That we can kick off this episode with because I spoke to a Hibs mate of mine and he was talking about how he, like the Nicky Devlin shout, we're going to go around the grounds just shortly, but the Nicky Devlin penalty shout that Hibs didn't get. And I'm like, what do you want or expect to happen here? Like I'm still aggrieved by that Forest dive. His yellow card got rescinded, but like we can't change the outcome. Yeah,
1: there's nothing more we can do. What's done is done. Yeah.
0: Before we get into chatting about the football, I'd, just want to wish Sir Chris Hoy very well after the horrible yeah. news that came out this week that he's battling cancer we don't know which type of cancer it is I think he's keeping his cars close to his chest um, but very sad news considering of course his accolades achievements and the fact that he is of course a huge jambo and on top of that the other side of the divide I see that former Hibs manager Tony Mowbray has had to temporarily step away from his current job uh, at Birmingham City due to health reasons so wish them both the very best with their ongoing health battles Absolutely. However, we are going to go around the grounds, and what a weekend in the Cinch Premiership! Chaos at the top, chaos at the bottom, chaos mm-hmm. in the middle. It's just shaping up. At the business end of the season, it's just hitting different. And we'll start with a huge clash between two supposed sleeping giants of Scottish football which took place in the bottom six at Pataudry, as Aberdeen and Hibernian played out a two-each draw. At a last gasp, David Watson equaliser saw Kilmarnock leave Parkhead with a point after a rare Kyogo Furuhashi goal for Celtic, as Celtic drew one-each with Kelly. Scott Tiffany Brace strengthened Dundee's chances of a top-six finish as they got the better of Ross County 2-0 at Dens Park. And a Livingston team that I thought was dead and buried... (laughs) picked up a huge three points ahead of a massive basement battle up in Dingwall this weekend as they edged past St Mirren 1-0 on Saturday and Sunday's sole match after Celtic had dropped points to Kilmarnock at home saw Rangers leapfrog them with a comfortable-ish victory over St Johnston at McDermott Park as they won 3-0 in Perth on Sunday. What did you make of the other quintet of matches?
1: So, before we get into that, you said that, and you were very correct, that it very much was a week that a lot of stuff changed throughout the table, except for us, where we are very much just in a league of our own, just (laughs) completely on an island, and it's the funniest thing how we've done this two out of three seasons, (laughs) like, how everyone's like, oh yeah, did you see this, did you see this, did you see this? And then they turn to your hearts and go, oh yeah, hearts just again and they're just yeah. in their own little league the Hibs Aberdeen game was so funny they are both absolutely minging it is insane I expected, listen I was very clear that I said I think Warnock will be a bad appointment and a failure but I expected them, I think I said this last week to have some form of manager bounce where it'd be like, right, you'll come in, you'll do all the stereotypical shit where you'll just shout at people and people think that's a personality, and then just be like, oh yeah we've got a win over Hibbs. We've got a comfortable win over Bonnie Rig. Just no, not happening, is it? It's just not happening at all. And Hibbs, I mean, that was a game that you would show kids to be like, this is how you don't defend in multiple different ways. Absolutely mental. A draw is the result that benefited us the most. I mean, they're never catching us. We could win saying, every I game I don't, th- I game. don't think
0: it's Aberdeen and Hibbs that we need to be looking out for these no. days. No, but how good is it to see funny. them both languishing in the bottom six? Like it literally is just like the season before last.
1: Just so good.
0: <laughs> hook it up and inject it.
1: Yeah, the best. um Yeah, two penalties as you hinted that should have been given. Like the Nicky Devlin one is mental. Like, I have no idea how that wasn't given. And I also think the Mayovsky marsha one's mental. Oh he just gets God. punched in the face. <laughs> <Quartersome>. <laughs> it's been really interesting, by the way, seeing Hibs fans on Twitter be like, it's an absolute disgrace what happened with VAR. This is an objective decision. And then they see a guy getting poleaxed in the face and just be like, well, no, that's, like, subjective and you can kind of, like, see your opinion. Shut the fuck up. If you're arguing one of them's a penalty, the other one is also a penalty.
0: They had their chance. They could have opened up an investigation. I know, but exactly. They knocked it. That's, exactly. that's on you.
1: Um, I like the idea that we're all pretending Livingston still have a chance. not I tell you what, I mean,
0: if they beat Ross County, they move level
1: on points on Saturday. That's the thing, right? If they beat County, then we might be able to have a proper conversation. But I can see Don Cowies County... A couple past really? Can you? Yeah, yeah. I just think it's going to be interesting. Like, I think that's, everyone's I think that's so excited. one of the toughest
0: games to, to predict this weekend because County County have scored or they haven't scored in three of their last four, and the only goal that they did score was in a defeat to
1: Rangers. So, by all accounts, though, I just I don't know, like for example, perfect segue onto their game where Dundee beat them 2 0. But by all accounts, from Ross County fans, they were like. This is the best we've played in ages. Like, Don carey has got us going, and it's kind of just are, what's happened. They're the least qualified manager of the trio that they've had know. so far this season. Crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah, St Mirren are just in absolute free fall. Remember when they got third in September? Mind <laughs> that. That was a laugh. That's a shocking result. What about Steven Robertson and the fan? This is the thing, right? Whatever must have been said must have been bad. Because yeah. that reaction... Because, listen, let's be honest. Every single time any team in the country doesn't win, they'll get some folks shouting abuse at them. But the way he reacted, it was like, something bad must have been said.
0: And the fact that Alex Gogic and other members of the first-team squad had to physically haul their manager away from some And he's still trying. Even when yeah. He's,
1: like, in Gogic's arms, and he's still, about 20 yards later, trying to yeah. turn and shout something back. So don't but know like, what was said there. It's St. Mirren. Like, you've, you've literally finished your top six
0: for the first time in 40 odd years. Like, what do you expect? I, just, I know that that is, like, as you said, it.
1: as an individual result, that is fucking awful. It's a shocker, but, l- like. But get some look at perspective. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, like calm what? down. Exactly. I don't um, understand it at all. Rangers, St. Johnston, as I said, I think Rangers are going to win the league i think looks like it now listen love craig levine love him (laughs) with all my heart but on all the games to criticize var and kind of blame var for your loss (laughs) yeah
0: this ain't it
1: the most two objectively right var decisions you'll see kind of thing i don't understand how neither of them were picked up on play
0: oh do you know what else as well like I heard that, is it it the rest is football, that podcast with Micah Richards, Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer. Shearer and Richards were talking about the fact that they tuned in to St Johnston Rangers and were praising the game. I watched it on Sunday, I thought it was absolutely awful. I've only
1: seen the goals, so I've not seen anything.
0: Prior to Diamandi's goal, it was genuinely an absolute snooze fest. I was thinking, this is the game that they've... St Johnston should never have a Sunday slot on Sky ever again. You shock never, me. ever again.
1: I'm like, absolutely stunned. We're trying to, hear to sell
0: that. our game to be the very best it can be. You see empty, multi coloured seats. You see an absolute tatty field. You you absolutely hate the seats. I, this has I, been I, years. I, I hate McDermott Park. It's honest. I can't stress it enough. I genuinely believe it's the worst ground in the country. That's a hard claim. It's, it's up there. I'm telling you, it's terrible. You can't access it. It's. <laughs> Awful, there's never been a decent atmosphere ever. The pitch is shocking. You know, about my long standing beef with the seats, hate it, absolutely hate it. Like, they just contribute nothing
1: to finally close back on the games. What is going on at Celtic Football Club? like <laughs> oh, what's know. going on i was the, sat at castle the, the the pitchforks are well and truly lit and they're out i mean sat at town to like... castle and just sat being like oh they've won one up within oh. what was it nine minutes or something no kyogo i don't think it was anywhere
0: anywhere as early as that
1: oh was, was it not i'll oh, have a look i have, I have no have look idea look basically i saw kyogo scored and i was like all right okay that's it they'll then run out they'll score a couple of goals I think it'll be it'll be one of the games where they win by a couple of goals but they're still absolutely raging
0: no it was it was on 32 minutes I
1: thought it was why I did I think it was 9 30, 37 or something
0: Don't I have know. no
1: idea why I thought it was 9 but I'm sat there at Castle seeing that and then obviously what happens in our game happens we'll get into that and I'm like great 15 points clear <laughs> and then just at the end it's like oh no Comanica apparently just Celtics kryptonite this season and they cannot do anything against them
0: absolutely nuts I just, like I've been listening to Clyde One Super Scoreboard angry angry Celtic I fans. saw the
1: guy about like go radio
0: angry angry Celtic fans he can't sleep and anger. stuff
1: like that and he's giving away his season oh, book no, and stuff
0: the best was the clip that it was uh, when they were talking about Brendan Rogers laughing towards the end of the game All right. the, the sheer simplicity of some Celtic fan to just go I don't know what he's laughing
1: at because it's not funny <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I just couldn't help but burst laughing because to the rest of us, it is objectively really funny. It's great, it's amazing. But yeah, listen, another one of those weeks where you're just like, oh, every result has gone in our favour, except Celtic Kelly. But listen, we finished third, right? That's it, it's done. So, who gives a like, shit? Hey, uh,
0: listen, that, I think I think that's good for us. Two points dropped. Uh, let's, let's start. <laughs> this is that the way. thing. <laughs> We're now genuinely like,
1: Right, listen, we, we're we, playing we the Double Header. We, 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 we've we, got a Double heater against them. If we got like four points, could, what happens next? Could, could we? Uh, no, we couldn't. I'm telling you that <laughs> right fucking now, right? We're finishing third. Stranger things are happening now. Man. It's fun. It's fun to think about.
0: It's a great wave that we're riding at the minute, though. It is so much
1: fun, oh, isn't it? Oh, listen, it absolutely is. When we get beat 4-0 at Ibrox on Saturday, there'll be folk going, there needs to be a change. Something needs to change. Get Kenny Vargas back to Costa Rica. He was useless on Saturday. I can fucking feel it. I know it's coming.
0: Why is there no Edinburgh equivalent of Clyde One? Can we have like a I fourth, one, a fourth one super scoreboard, and there'll be yeah. loads of angry jambos ringing up,
1: be like, "Is a disgrace! It's a cheap operation. You should lagged. never appointed in the first we'll, place." We'll do that, and we'll just start we should it. do that. We'll book out like a,
0: a podcast studio, and we'll get one of the big fancy road microphone things that you can take yeah. your phone calls on. We'll do that. Got anybody it. Anybody fancies a phone in? Get it all off your chest just as this therapy does for us we're here for you not afraid but thankfully you won't have too much to moan about as Hearts did win once again Stephen Smith made four changes after the Jambos advanced into the Scottish Cup quarterfinals with a comprehensive four-on victory away to Airdrie Xander Clark took Craig Gordon's place between the sticks Kyrolls and Frankie Kent came into the back three replacing the injured Craig Halkett at the back as Kenneth Vargas also dropped out and George Grant made way for Scott Fraser to start in the middle of the park. That meant the hearts lined up as follows. Sander Clark in goal, a back three of the aforementioned Frankie Kent, Kyros, and Stephen Kingsley. Dexter Len a right wing back, Alex Cochran, left wing back, with Callum Neuenhoff and Benny Beningame in the centre. Scott Fraser that teensy bit further forward to support Alan Forrest and Lawrence Shankland in attack. What did you make of the chosen 11, Mr McIver?
1: In terms of personnel, I was chuffed. I was like, yep, yeah, this is... Almost our strongest to live in. I'm really happy with all the individuals. I was surprised, confused about the shape? not confused, surprised. I think I've, okay. it's one of those few times where you just quickly go, Oh, we have, I can work out the shape looking at that. We have changed it.
0: I hate that they don't do it. I know I say it all the time, but I really, it really grinds my gears on.
1: I like it because it annoys you. <laughs> Basically, Thanks. that's where I am. Um... But I was like, okay, I guess this is to go up against the physicality of Theo Bear, who's very informed right now. I guess we don't want to just have a 1v2 situation. It's better to have three at the back and maybe, obviously, whenever we go for three at the back, it's focused on width. I was like, all right, okay. But then I saw that Motherwell were also playing with a five. And I suddenly was like, oh, I don't like going man to man. I don't think this is going to work as well. But, generally... I was happy with the starting eleven. I'm sick sl- I don't know if this is heresy to say, but sure. I don't know if Benny should be starting in games like this. Weirdly, I want Benny for like the better teams, like your Celtics, X, your Ibrox, your Easter Roads, and stuff like that, because I don't think Benny works as well when we're playing the team in a low block.
0: Or that were expected to be to play that penetrating pass you mean?
1: yeah I think yeah. Benny it's so weird it's that thing where it's like I think Benny's better against better players because there'll be more space for him
0: what, what would you do at home then because I that, would that play Mewenhoff kind of and Tate concern. wow interesting or Devlin but, because I thought I thought with three centre halves I just thought we're not resorting back to this pish like, just <laughs> enjoy, the, enjoy the momentum enjoy riding the wave but then, when you recognise that Motherwell are playing with Theo Bear up there, as you said, partnered by Jack Vale, who scored against Morton in the
1: cup, Lennon Miller, Lennon Miller about trying the to
0: orchestrate things, Harry Payton bombing, bombing forward, the, the wing backs as well, you know that they yeah. get forward. So, I don't know. I I thought it was fairly negative. I felt like it was inviting pressure. But to be honest. It didn't. Uh, no. It did and, not invite and, and, any and, pressure, and we needn't have worried really, nah. because Motherwell are where they are in the league table for a reason. Yeah. Um. So, so what? What would you? What would you be? Your home approach then? Would you go for back to a four-two-three-one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Play the four, and then I'd, I'd like to have Devlin and Neuenhoff because Neuenhoff is slowly becoming that guy you pick up. From the back line and just drive forward. And then we've seen. I think it He's was actually about,
0: playing it forward as well, a lot more I know. off than exactly. he did at the start.
1: I don't know what's happened to him in the last count. Kind of, since like the first Dundee game, he just seems to have completely turned a corner and been, been the player that I thought he was going to be when he first <laughs> signed. Um, Devlin was. It was reported by Naismith during the week before the Motherwell game that Hearts are trying to change Devlin. They're trying to stop him being like. Football manager term here. Stop him being like a halfback, like a number six, just breaking up play in a defensive area and then giving it to someone else to More move than forward. Did I say they want him to be the guy? He pick it up deep and then just run and drive. I feel like with his energy, it's it's slight, it's different enough from Neuenhoff that you could play them both together with a ten in front.
0: I feel like they would complement one another really well. Yeah, Cami Devlin for the energy. Calum Yunhoff
1: for calmness, perhaps
0: the, the, the on the ball ability that Devlin yeah. lacks.
1: Please, um, no one take this as me being like, I don't think Barry Buttinger should get into this team. I'm literally saying I think he's best for the biggest games because no, then he'll I, just be able to hold it.
0: I I kind of I, I recognise where you're coming from. I just I didn't expect to kick off with such such controversy at the start of the episode, Listen, Mr. McIver.
1: It's not I like you. Just, I didn't just want it to be this is great, innit, and the episode is 10 minutes long because we're no, just like, usually everything's mean, going It's usually me finds a moan whilst things are going well. What's to you? This is what I mean. Or a bit of constructive I, criticism. I, I don't even know. I don't know what I'd call it. I think the biggest positive I've found recently... No, not... Just like, I'd be interested to know what Naismith thought of that. If Na- okay. Because Na- Naismith has said vet right like from the start when he came in he was like i've made it clear to every single player that they will get an opportunity they will play because different teams and different games require different things i think Naismith is the type of manager that we've seen like for example vargas has been on great form doesn't start because he Naismith has changed the system so he doesn't feel it's necessary i think a lot of people will just be like well no just start kenny vargas just go he's doing well whereas Naismith looks at it differently. I'm really fascinated by how Naismith looks at football. But I am that boring person that really likes Shabby Alonzo's talking about football as well.
0: Well, it's funny that you should say that, Daniel McIver, because we're going to go to the lines and get Stephen Naismith. No, we're not going to get Stephen oh, Naismith. I was
1: so excited himself. there. I was like, this yeah, is going to be the sorry. best episode ever.
0: Maybe, maybe maybe I'll get his number one day and we'll get him on the pod. But yeah.
1: Will we'll you annoy this. him with a question like you did the last one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, g- given the
0: exploits of uh, Michael Beale recently, managers seem to be lurking on social media. So very
1: true.
0: Maisy N- could be a frequent listener to the podcast. He could think, "What the you. hell are, are these two like yammering on about week to week? Yeah. Absolute nonsense that they speak." Exactly. Um, but as is so often the case these days, not a great deal of action in in the first forty five. Uh, So much so, uh, I mentioned it to you before we came on here that uh, Hearts TV posted three first-half highlights in their 11-minute-long package um, that I took notes from before we we came on. So, a very sluggish start. My simple question to you, Daniel McIver, is why is this the case?
1: Well, this is the thing. I think there is a scale, because I said on Twitter at halftime that we were alright, and that can mean different things because it could mean we were all right which is like oh we were the terrible but we were the great or it could mean I we were all right oh, which yeah. isn't that exciting but it was, and that's very it was very much the latter rather than the former i thought we were Elon fine musk
0: if you're listening can we ha- can we have some
1: tweets with tones can we attach yes, a tone exactly. to our tweet you've ruined the fucking site enough yeah, so just really do anything em um, i thought we were fine I didn't think ever it was going wrong. I just felt that the shape wasn't working. We had so much of the ball. I think we had like 80% possession is, in that first is half. This just such
0: a common theme, exactly, when you're playing this three back and it where it's like Ken out to Rolls, out to Kingsley, out back to uh, Rolls, back out to Ken. He might look for Lembekisa. Lembekisa gives him well, back,
1: and then we just go with the horseshoe. And, that was the I thing. Know. Lembekisa especially but it was happening with Cochrane as well all that was happening was their wing backs and then that sided center half were just doubling up on Lembekisa and Cochrane but every single time Lembekisa came forward he suddenly had at least two in front of him but potentially three by the left-sided center mid for Motherwell coming across so I mean we're just getting doubled up on so as a result we couldn't really do anything so it starts doing that thing where it just goes back to the center halves and then we try and horseshoes. do it again yeah i thought immediately and listen you lit naismith did exactly that i think you could tell everyone on the ground was like if we change formation <laughs> at the four here i think we're probably going to win because you could see that they won the in at that much listen they were they were trying to do stuff on the counter the they weren't really creating fucking end him though. So, immediately, I don't think this was one of the first halves like St Mirren, Ross County, Dundee, both times We are like, we've no been at it here, thank God for the second half. It's more that, oh yeah, we've been in total control here, we just need to make a couple of changes and we'll be fine.
0: The changes obviously came at half time, but before we chat about half time and the alterations that we did make, If we briefly run over the quote-unquote highlights, um, after two minutes, a nice ball from Lennon Miller slips in Jack Vale behind the Hearts defence. On the angle, it appears as though he's caught in two minds, not sure whether to shoot, not sure whether to find his strike partner Theo Bear, and thankfully his eventual effort sails wide of the mark. Hearts would respond three minutes later, um, courtesy of an Alex Cochran free kick, but not through a Hearts player, as Liam Kelly tips Paul McGinn's header over his own goal. And then we had to wait till 36 minutes, according to Hearts TV, don't shoot the messenger, for the next highlight, as Jack Vale slipped it inside to Lennon Miller, who bursts through the middle of the park, aims for Theo Baer, picked up by Harry Payton, the former Hearts youth slips in the youngster, but not quite as composed as his father back in the day. He looks to place it to the left of Xander Clark and into the bottom corner, but thankfully it just slithers wide. Um, Big let off for us. (sighs) Not a, not the best spectacle, was it?
1: Nah, it wasn't. It. Again, it was very... For boring people like me, it was interesting in tactical sense. Just looking at how... <laughs> like, I thought uh, for them especially, you George again... to the
0: coach's voice. Is this essentially what you're telling us?
1: Maybe. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, George again, for them, I was really impressed with and didn't understand why he got brought off. But... Um, he was just good against Lembakisa. He kept him really quiet for a lot of it. I put, um, Graham Thulis mentioned this on the Terrace podcast until the very last second of the first half, where Lembakisa kept running and then putting his foot on the ball and like fainting. But right at the end of the first half, Lembakisa got the ball and with his first touch just pushed it past Ged and beat him and played a ball in. And then he got subbed off. <laughs> it was like, he's finally worked out how he did it. And then he's gone. But Right before we hooked. It was very much the right decision. I thought Lembekisa was our weakest player. I thought he was I thought he was actively poor.
0: Yeah, obviously my old man was there and I texted him. And I, I looked at a couple of his tweets actually, because I was out and about on, on Saturday. I think he thought that it was Lembekisa's worst game for us comfortably so far Probably I know it's aye. only
1: been a handful but yes yeah. it most like, likely was to be honest
0: but you'd think that that would be a game that's tailor made for him in an offensive sense maybe not have to do a lot defensively were you quite surprised with how I guess not not attacking certainly how positive Motherwell were in their approach could
1: that surprise you yeah but at the same time I think that is one of the most negative performances I've seen for a team in years at Tynecastle they were like wow. that. Was like Livingston levels. I okay. thought Theo. I don't remember Theo doing anything. And considering the minutes. form that he was
0: in prior to that, I think it was yeah. What was it like six and five or something like that?
1: I thought it was six eight and,
0: eight and
1: or six. Something. Oh, eight and six. There you go. Or something. It's either six and eight or eight and six. I can't some remember rid- which one it was.
0: ridiculous re- vein of form.
1: What I expected from Mother Wall was for them. He played either a four-three-three or four-two-three-one. I thought they would have fast guys out wide with Theo Bears being a target to hit on. So when they arrived playing the back five, and it was a back five, like ours was a back three that would sometimes transition. i yeah, Adam Bears was a Georgie
0: Gent were certainly flat yeah. with your Casey, Mugabe, McGinnon,
1: whatever. Exactly. And I just... It was surprising how much ground they gave up to us. And I know, listen, Naismith said himself after the game... Team, most teams come to Town Castle and play for the point because that's a good result at the best of times, never mind when we're in the current form that we're in. A yeah. point is absolutely a massive result, especially for where Motherwell were. But I thought it was smart from Kettlewell in the first half, <laughs> in as much <laughs> as they offered nothing going forward, really. Apart from that Lennon uh, Miller chance where he should do better, yeah. it was a let off, as you said. But generally, I was like, they only go to Day anything. But I was worried it was going to become one of the games where you're just like shit if we dare change this they're going to get emboldened by this and just stop get even more defensive and just be like right bodies on the line stop it
0: and it's a classic case of how long does it take to score a goal yeah all, all it takes is one chance they could get <laughs> think could get a dodgy penalty they could yeah. get anything there, there's just one little ricochet. Like, these, these type of little factors all, all make up the game. So, thankfully, that wasn't to be the case. But you mentioned Georgie again. Lovely ball from Theo Baer at the start of the second half. Sets him down the left-hand side. Looks to centre. But Clark, claws clear. Rescued on the far side. But rolls in in Kingsley eventually clear for us. So much space for him to move into on, on that occasion.
1: That was the interesting thing. That kind of opening seven minutes that you're speaking about there was the only time mother really threatened and it's because we changed shape we made a couple of changes at half time and you're obviously when that happens you're then gonna give up a for example the midfield battle they outnumbered us a wee bit for that kind of 10 minute period but even then i was like that that chance for example isn't like uh, or oh, they should score here it's just a good chance it's, it's not too clear cut i mean he's he's
0: no. on the angle and ultimately i think he takes the shot on because he's expecting a center forward to be in a decent position to cross and there yeah. is
1: nobody but so he theo thinks, bears the guy who's passed him the ball
0: exactly and by the time big bear comes up yeah like he's left on his own So maybe have a strike and, I don't know, hope for a a rebound or a ricochet off the centre half or something. As you then said, we grew into the game. We're pretty much in the ascendancy from here on in. Hearts built from the back on 50 minutes through the rolls. Cochrane Kingsley eventually spread out to Frankie Kent who finds Scott Fraser. Nathaniel Atkinson wanders into the centre before he spreads out to Kingsley once again. Very patient, looking to build up. Alan Forrest takes on Paul McGinn, shows him inside smashes it towards the Motherwell goal, but Liam Kelly meets it and gathers fairly easily in the end. Our attacking players are the ones that obviously we want to get on the ball, we want them to make things happen. Alan Forrest is growing in confidence all the time, but a fairly quiet first half. If if it doesn't come through him, again, talking about the three centre-mids that were selected, you're leaning heavily on Scott Fraser. It ain't going to come through Neuhofer or Benny Beningame. I don't know what... Like, would you then... You basically said that you would sacrifice someday to give that little bit more support further forward and alleviate the pressure from your Frasers and your Forests.
1: It was interesting. I can't remember who it was. I apologise. It was either the Maroon Report Irving Analysis or the Heart Standard. There was a heat map that was shown and then a positional map. And in the first half, it was like Shankland as a single point through the middle of the pitch on his own with then like about 10 yards a gap left right and below him where Forrest, Fraser and whoever was uh, and Lembekisa so it wasn't it was really disjointed there was no kind of focal point that could then play off others whereas then in the second half the positional chart is basically a line. And it just has Alan Forrest, Kenny Vargas, Yutaro Oda, Calm Newenhoff, Lawrence Shankland. Like, suddenly in the second half with a change of shape, we just became more advanced. I will say, I do now think that you do want Newenhoff to be the guy to break it, and I think Newenhoff is showing that he can be that guy to drive us forward.
0: I just but, mean in terms of, like, long range, and he does yeah. play the odd forward pass, but usually it's to... I don't know shankland on like the edge of the area I, I think we're yet to see him properly like carve something out he doesn't that a bit harsh
1: he doesn't but... play like 40 yards but i will say no uh, on saturday he was playing like 20 yard passes and like yeah. spreading it about um it just felt that we we're growing into it one of the biggest positives of alan forrest we've said this even when he wasn't in great form is that he's so positive he is just that guy who will get it and just immediately turn around and run at people, which is great to see. But
0: it's an old-fashioned type like that, isn't it? Yeah. Just instantly looking at committee's man and not a not a touchline hugger per se, but certainly just the first thought is immediately right. Let's let's go make th- something happen.
1: Totally. And you said it yourself. I really liked how patient we were. We weren't pissing about. I I will say this: it was good to not hear <laughs> booze. At the end of the first half, yeah, I was worried that was probably just knackered watching that. So flat, it's just exactly. But I was worried that that was going to happen. It didn't. And Naismith pointed it after the game that the crowd stayed with us, and it was like, we will. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll come, and it eventually does.
0: It eventually does. But a couple chances beforehand. On fifty-seven minutes, a Hearts corner caused havoc. Scott Fraser takes it short to Alan Forrest. Charlton Loney exchanges passes with Cochrane, Shanklin, Neuenhoff, all exchanging touches on the edge of the area. Eventually comes in from the Aussie and Shanklin strikes, gets it wrong, but then Forrest recovers on the far side, looks for Shanklin again at the back post, but he can't get sufficient contact on it and it trickles out for a goal kick. Shanklin, growing in frustration, I think at this point, starved of service for however long. Um, And on the hour, would switch it from right to left and back to right, just like I referenced earlier. Calm Neuenhoff centering for Shanklin to freeze over with a lovely flick, but the Japanese winger looks to catch Kelly out of his near post, fires into the side netting, it goes out for a corner after Kelly's judged to have got a hand to it. I'm not entirely sure that was the case, to be honest with you. Um, who cares? Because on 67 minutes, as you said, Hearts would take the lead, and funnily enough, from a set piece, a central free kick clipped into the area by Alan Forrest. And who else but Lawrence Shankland heading into the ground, virtually on the penalty spot. It bounces up into the far corner. Liam Kelly has no chance. Hearts finally have their breakthrough and it's our main marksman that's got it. 25 goals for the season. We're in February and it's a fantastic finish.
1: I mean... to be honest I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Shanklin here because I feel like I don't know what else I can say after no, we've been no, saying it every I, week you run I will say this one thing while, McIver. you really do I'll say this one thing I disagree with what you said with Liam Kelly has no chance if he dives then he might have a chance <laughs> he, I, I, he I is just, shit I just think, yeah I, I just think
0: he's possibly the most overrated goalkeeper I can recall in Scottish football
1: and I've never got it go back no. to like a couple of seasons ago remember when Kingsley scored that free kick against him where it went to like the other corner yeah oh and he I, had a shocker that day an I remember us we about it yep yeah, and we got shit we got shit free like nah, Monmouth fans going he had an off day he, he's, nah. he's really good nah awful I mean we, we spoke Speaking last ball, week he's, the, he's the, probably their best player as well I know mental like really really not good just dive mate just dive it's it's quite a slow header like it's a good header obviously he knows he's, what he's
0: doing with it yeah
1: totally but i'm with
0: you the fact that he heads it into the ground definitely takes the pressure off it yeah if it had just if he bullets it in at the bottom corner i don't think anybody then. can argue but yeah the fact that it dips and bounces up and into the ground to then loop into the corner maybe but I, i'm not buying the liam kelly hype i, n- I never really nah. have
1: not at all. Um, Kettlewell said it himself, "Why are they leaving the best forward in the league on his own?" It just goes over Dan Casey's head as if Casey isn't zonal marking. This yeah, is the thing
0: again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one well, no, one of my biggest pet peeves. Carry on.
1: But I don't give a fuck. We win. No. <laughs> um, that all day Alan breakfast. Forrest with another assist. Great to see yes. really tough with him. Um, and yeah, it is just like. I, I don't think ever in my life we have had the best player in the league. I think the only other... The, I was the speaking to my dad about this. Wow. I think Shanklin this season is the,
0: the player of the season. He'll, he'll win player of the season.
1: Yeah, I don't...
0: Yeah, I obviously, think, I, like I, in I terms of
1: actual f- ability, he's not the best player yeah, in the league.
0: Yeah, because I was going to say, I think up until a certain point, maybe about November maybe late October, early November, it was Matt Matt O'Reilly's, yeah, 100%. And now it just seems like his form and Celtic's form has taken that wee dip just as ours and Shanklin's has gone up the way, so we've kind of taken that mantle.
1: There was, I was speaking to my dad about it, and we were kind of thinking, in the top flight, the only other times I can think of where we had someone who was like, the right up there, was Gordon in his last season with us the first time before we sold him.
0: I was going to say Gordon the season before last. That's a good point. Gordon the double header was going to be that. Yeah, so so last in first spell and first in the top tier second spell.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, 05-06, I don't have as many memories, obviously, but my dad was like, <laughs> he was good anyway, but on another, like, Presley that season was on another level. He got in the team of the season and stuff and was amazing. And then, weirdly, right... It's a weird thing because the best player in our lifetimes is Rudy, right? Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. But I don't remember ever like other fans. I-, I remember other fans being like, oh yeah, he's an amazing player, cult hero and stuff like that. But I never remember people speaking about Rudy being like the best player in the league. And I think it's just because he was really lazy. So folks were like, <laughs> right, we're not going to dare. But he's playing at times where there was really good players in the league.
0: And let's be honest, nobody does like cards. No, exactly. He Nobody's
1: giving it to this random guy for the Czech Republic scoring goals in finals and all that.
0: I mentioned Go Radio earlier. I mean, Paul Cooney has it in for hearts. He despises really? it. Oh, you can... like, And you can just tell. Just the, <laughs> the way that he's desperate for Shanklin to move on. Like, ooh, boo-hoo! One of the best players in the league doesn't play for one of the top two. Like,
1: give it a rest. I will say, I've just thought of somebody else. We did have Takis Fisas as well in that 05-016. Who, <laughs> like... It's still, he is still like the oh, guy where I'm like, oh, how God. did we have him? Yeah. How many <laughs> uh, how many uh, fraudulent packets of money did we give him that allowed us to get him? Swiftly moving on.
0: Um, <laughs> 70 minutes. <moves. laughs> Kenneth Vargas would receive on halfway, spinning away from Paul McGinn, but his pass is a poor one to Lauren Shankle, just a wee bit behind him. Hearts do keep it alive through Cal Neuenhoff. He passes out wide to his compatriot Nathaniel Atkinson. A lovely clip from the right back sees our Costa Rican connect with a thunderous volley oh, it's so but it exciting. smashes off the post to deny him a wonder goal. Daniel McIver, as the weeks go on, as time marches forward, I fall in love with this little man more and more and more and more. I just want him to be a success story. I see today the Daily Record are reporting that Kenneth Vargas's father is adamant that it's gonna be. His finalized. dad's just
1: said it's happening. He's
0: gonna become a permanent Hearts <laughs> player. I'm delighted that's the case, and I'm edging ever closer to digging out my Spanish dictionary. What's your thoughts?
1: In, I saw someone today say he's at this stage in the season he's on the same amount of goals Janelli was. I did yeah. see that. he's just improving week by week. Naismith spoke about the fact that his brain is a lot older than he is in terms of football, he just seems to read the game really well. He's as as his dad said, he had months where he barely knows the language. He's travelling, he had freezing cold, soaking wet area of the world. <laughs> it's a massive culture shock for him and he seems to have finally started to settle now. And I don't think it's any coincidence that his football's managed to improve massively as well.
0: No, definitely not. I, I and again he was another whereby I think we're talking about patience kind of within the game. There ought to be patience within the fan base because of the factors that you've just mentioned. He's 21 years of age. He's probably never been to Europe, never mind Scotland, before. Freezing cold, a tricky language to understand because of our accents and the way that we pronounce certain things. A new club, a new city, new people, new teammates. Leaving your, kid, uh, leaving your to kid to the other side of the The family, I see that he's going to make a family business with his dad. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a passion. He's sending back the dough. Just a, a really wholesome, wonderful young man who I'm yeah. really happy to see succeed because I know that there'll be a lot of people. I think we also had a little bit of skepticism, being like, oh, I don't know if we're going to exercise it. Should we exercise it? Maybe spend the money elsewhere. Throw the dough. Let's do it.
1: And that, he, does that, um, so. he does Star Wars celebrations as <laughs> a celebration. Yeah, Star
0: Wars celebrations. I nektar. just love him. Kenneth. How many Costa Ricans do you know called yeah, Kenneth? Exactly. None bar him. What a guy. What a could man. spread, like, his entire town could be decked out in heartstops before we know it. Yeah, go exactly. global, baby. This yep. is what it's all
1: about. Scotland and one town in Costa Rica. <laughs>
0: And he would go close once again as Forrest takes another free kick from deep out on the far side. Looks for Kai Rolls at the back post. It breaks to the other side towards Vargas after Theo Baird I think looks to get a touch on it. But it just deceives him and trickles out for another goal kick. However, Motherwell would get an opportunity on 78 minutes. I say an opportunity. It's, it's nothing too clear cut again. Cammy Devlin clears only as far as Harry Payton who tries his luck from range but thankfully Frankie Kent diverts it away from goal and behind from a motherwell corner I'm not sure what Cammy's up
1: to there necessarily because he no basically idea.
0: invites Harry Payton to just come forward and have a crack it was yeah. a very strange one
1: basically he went you are not scoring for this distance just fucking do what you want this is my first game back I'm going to have a laugh
0: like, I, I don't even think he like looks up and sees it no, he just, he <laughs> just, just a hit and hope clearance and all of a sudden yeah. it's right at one of their players Um, however Frankie Kent who's just wonderful phenomenal excellent top, amazing the last line of defence is mother will look to come forward once again he nods down for Lauren Changlin on halfway and Hearts look to counter the number nine sensor through a delicious ball for the rampaging Vargas to get on the end of He's one-on-one with Bevs Mugabe, eventually cuts back to Alan Forrest, who takes a wonderful first touch that sees him escape Stephen O'Donnell's attention, and he looks to place one at the bottom corner, but Liam Kelly is equal to it, and he palms it for Casey to nod past his right-hand post. A great chance for us to seal the deal on the break, and given the scoreline was only 1-0, there was always that chance. I hate to say it, and thankfully it doesn't it's not the case here, but
1: there's always a chance. It's a sitter. Like that's a is? that's a massive miss. I thought at the time and I've seen it back about two or three times and I'm like, <laughs> you just need to aim it anywhere else in the goal and I, it's I, in I, I don't think it favours a place. I think he's gotta just, yeah, just hit stick it. your laces through it. Yeah. Like he you know but listen, one of them he knows as soon as he's done it how big a oh, miss 100%, it is. Yeah yeah. Listen, I just
0: hope that this doesn't dent his confidence because <laughs> well, I was about it's saying, been growing throughout the entire season and that's been reflected in his play he's
1: got a, he's got loads of goodwill in the bank just go, yeah. okay it's a miss, right that's fine it doesn't matter we'll move on Yeah. however, there was more to come
0: couple more chances to speak about on 88 minutes, Sander Clark sent a long ball forward looking for Lauren Shanklin Macaulay Tate gathers, finds Forrest who plays it back to Kingsley a tidy flick from Shanklin once again is pounced upon by Utaro Oda chasing a wee bit of a lost cause but nice to see him willing to work he finds Forrest who breaks into the area and looks to centre for Vargas but Kelly intercepts a motherwell clear wait we've mentioned
1: him um, here Utaro Oda Utaro Oda was my man of the match
0: excellent when he came on
1: that is his best performance in the heart's top by a mile he was fucking excellent he came up the first thing he did was he came on, he took a touch past whoever Motherwell brought on for Ghent, because they took off Ghent, and I don't know why Uh, they brought Stephen O'Donnell on on 62 minutes right, no fucking idea why they brought that tube on, (laughs) but they moved everything up, because O'Donnell was obviously at right back, so whoever they then pushed out to the left, I think they
0: put Adam Devine out the other side, did they?
1: so what happened was, and my dad was saying this, and my brother was saying this and loads of people on Twitter were saying it for the first time it was like Oda just started running at him and one of the criticisms of Oda is that he kind of gets in a good position and then Hesitate stops and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the entire what he was on for like half an hour or something like that he just, just ran bit, yeah. just ran constantly was creating problems if it was Divine on that side or whoever it was could not deal with them in any way shape or form and was excellent that's what we want to see from him
0: developing an understanding now as well, isn't it? What mm-hmm. the manager wants, how he fits into this system, various instructions, taking that on board. I also think he's a lot more selfless now, Yutaro Oda. Yeah. Previously, I feel like he'd be greedy and maybe opt to shoot, whereas now he might look look for a pass and maybe yeah. see that there's a better option rather than going for a goal. Um, however, I mentioned the fact that Alan Forrest should have sealed the deal but who else? But Juevito seals the deal. You like that?
1: Oh, uh, amazing! Trying to
0: brush up on the Espanol. I'll get there well once done. my course is done, don't you worry. I'm well done. <laughs> in added time, Nathaniel Atkinson clips a free kick forward and Sergio a lot in Shanklin. Devlin recovers, plays it back to Shanklin once more. However, Nathaniel Atkinson overlaps, receives it from the striker Wanders into the centre, looks to plod it towards goal. I don't know what it, he's doing. It, another dive, he's just wandering. <laughs> it rebounds high into the sky. Kenneth Vargas watches it all the way. A superb touch with his right foot. Sets him up perfectly. He swivels and lashes home a first-time left-footed drive right into the top corner. Heart of Midlothian 2, Motherwell nil. Another three precious premiership.
1: Points. It is such a good
0: goal. Oh my guy, Watch it all day.
1: The touch is ridiculous. It it simultaneously it's so takes deft, him away. And it's yeah. just
0: the perfect weight.
1: It takes him away from the most pathetic attempt at getting a foul ever from Stephen O'Donnell. And also Perfectly lines him up from. He just do what Forrest didn't and just puts yeah. his laces, but also kind of place It's like he puts his laces through it, but he wants to put it just in that exactly far corner. What
0: he's doing with it just gets right behind it.
1: So so good. Listen, when Oda Vargas and Tate came on, I saw that mental stat that Tate just never misplaced a pass. <laughs> My dad described oh. him as he's like a football robot, where he's never going to do like. Your 40 yard passes. He's never going to score a record. He's like, if it's like if a coach was like, right, we want to do a passing drill, so we'll put an AI (laughs) in the middle that will always make the pass. You guys just need to work around that. That's Macaulay Tate.
0: Macaulay Tate will be the guy that. Like you know, when hearts are warming up and they do that shooting drill, where they mm-hmm. give it into the coach yeah. and he like, lays it back. Macaulay Tate's gonna be the one laying it back. Yeah, he's exactly. He's you be the coach, it. No, exactly just be like, I'll, I'll, "Gaffer, you go inside. I'll take the boys for the shooting, Not a problem, right?" In so you come, good. Tate, lay off, lay off, lay and off. And the mental bang, bang. stat
1: that he's never played in a game that we've lost either. <laughs> wow, I didn't, I didn't realize that <laughs> he's been he's been in squads and not come on where we've lost but any time in the first team of hearts macaulay tate has played we've never lost i think we've won in every game i don't even think we've drawn i think we've won in every single game um just great from when those three especially came on we were really good that final half an hour we were actively great and again
0: atkinson again like another i know i know looked really good
1: Probably isn't is Atkinson the biggest Naismith success story in terms of an individual player?
0: Oh, great question.
1: I think it's either him or Forrest, surely.
0: Yeah, Forrest's a good shout.
1: But Atkinson, yeah. but Forrest at least had like Forrest that had that run tip. at the start where he scored in Europe and then started scoring Motherwell. I think
0: like,
1: I mentioned Rolls a couple of weeks back as well. No, true, but Rolls when he first came in was great, he yeah, was really
0: good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Atkinson just
0: going from zero to
1: hero. Yeah. yeah. Atkinson now is just first choice. It's like, yeah, that's who we want now starting against you, Rangers and stuff like that. Do you think he would be first choice over Lemba Kisa? Yeah, definitely. I think Naismith will have him in.
0: Interesting.
1: But yeah, just so good from everybody. Delighted. And just, that goal
0: wanted like that was the goal that merited. Vargas's performance. I don't yeah. even know how to say it, but you know exactly totally. you know what I mean. He like, fully he, deserved he got, it. He reaped the rewards for yeah. this performance, is what I'm trying to say.
1: And yet, it, listen, it's becoming a meme, but it is true. Second half hearts are going to win the league. Like, we'd win second the league if control. it was second half hearts. We
0: don't, don't even need the right amount. Let's just give us a second 45. <laughs> Not- we'll, we'll smoke you. We head through Daniel McIver to the new league leaders. Glasgow Rangers. Great timing. Hi, On a Saturday <laughs> afternoon at 3pm. This is where the Killy result is really annoying. Yeah. Had Rangers not gone top, it doesn't necessarily give them that lift, whereby Ibrox will be absolutely bouncing. They think that the Treble's coming home, you know, all the quote-unquote pain that they've been through, no. all this carry-on, all this weight oh, when we last won the league, there weren't fans inside the stadiums. My heart bleeds for you. We like, were the
1: same. We didn't win the league in front of fans. Did <laughs> you didn't hear us crying about it? Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, this is not good. But two of the most informed teams in Europe. So if you're a neutral, you won't, this is the game you want to <laughs> see. However, what are you thinking ahead of it?
1: I don't think, barring the first championship season, I have ever been as confident going to ibrox i do wow. not think that means we're going to win <laughs> but i know that means
0: a spanking
1: yeah i normally just write off games against the old firm at the best of times never mind in glasgow but i think what did us a massive favor is that rangers got to kind of take out the frustration on st johnston first
0: true it's not or, like or rather they had the incentive to go yeah top of the that's table. a
1: better that's a better yeah. way of phrasing it it's not like they played on saturday then celtic dropped points so now they're like oh my god right next game we can build even more yeah. but listen it's gonna be really tough they i you and me are kind of agreed that we don't think Dessers is as bad as everybody suggests no. No, is, is the so. scottish premierships darwin nunez and I love yeah. Darwin Nunez. The Nigerian Nunez. <laughs> like, I love him because he just... You never know what's going to happen oh, with Darwin Nunez. And he's and only I'm, a good few quid when you
0: back a goal or a card. Because
1: yeah. he's just local. I just and know what's going on. I feel that with Desas. Desas could have 100 shots. Either 100 could go in, <laughs> none could go in, or three. Like, he's great to watch. But I don't want him to be great No, We want Silva to start, I think, yes. on Saturday. Yes, I would prefer it with Fabio Silva. Sorry. But... Listen, if we're ever going to go with confidence, you can't. If we're ne- if we don't go in confident now, how can you ever go in confident to Ibrox? The only exception with games that we've played against Rangers this season was at
0: Hamden. The rest of them have yeah. been tight, close yeah, games. Been. Yeah. That ultimately, I mean, the last time we went to Govan, we should have taken three points. Yeah,
1: and we left with none. So
0: <laughs> that should be enough to get the boys fired up and And we weren't even playing well then no we need to come back along the M8 with all three points this time and I would love it because of the Rangers fans that I work with to be able to just walk around with a massive smile on my face unfortunately that's just never the way that these things pan out so I'm going to ask you for the team I was going to say both teams but our team
1: and a score prediction Clark Atkinson, Kent, Rolls, Cochran. Cuz it's four. it's it's my thing that I just play Cochrane. Okay. Kingsley will be gutted to drop out and I understand why. I think
0: he's going to go with the 3 again but carry
1: on. I, I hope he goes with a 4. Newenhoff, Benny, Grant. Okay. Vargas,
0: Forest,
1: Shankland. Shankland. Yeah. And I'm going to go Two one Rangers. Oh, come on, just I know. Give us a, wee, a wee point. I one all. Three. One all. Come I gonna,
0: on. I was I was gonna go on each.
1: Come on. Let's get some in. I'm gonna say uh, one each minimum. I think it could be a game with a lot of goals.
0: I tell you what. The last time we won there in the top tier. Last time we won there in the second tier, both by two one score lines. Mm-hmm nothing
1: I don't know I don't know we'll see we'll have
0: to wait and see that's we'll cross that bridge when we get there yes however the end is near and we're going to go th- over the quiz five questions a true or false potentially two multiple choices because uh, I recognise that, that I've made one of them a one that means
1: one's a bastard <laughs> right. yeah I
0: recognise made one of them tough uh, and of course the who am I right your first question, Danny McIver, is your true or false? Hearts beat Motherwell 2-1 at Time Castle on the 27th of August 2005, a match that was well-remembered thanks to a stunning save from Craig Gordon to deny David Clarkson. True or false? Macaulay Tate was born on the day that Craig Gordon made that save from David Clarkson.
1: 2005... August 05. Would that not make him... I thought he was just 18, not 19. But But that's weirdly specific. I'm going to go double bluff and say he was maybe born on that day, but not that year. So I'm going to say false. He wasn't.
0: Daniel McIver, your mathematics skills have failed you.
1: i dick it in the maths.
0: As it is true, that very day that Gordon made that save from David Clarkson Macaulay Tate was born...
1: Is that 18 years ago?
0: It's 19 years ago in August as Macaulay Tate turns 19
1: in August. Ah, that's what I've done wrong. I thought it was the August before. Listen, there's a real... how go- mental is that? That's crazy. That blows my mind. That is mental. I should have just gone with the logic of it's too specific, but... It's maths based, lowest mark in my school's history in fourth year. So, but that's
0: like that is wild.
1: It's mentally. E- yeah.
0: Everybody remembers that save. And yeah. The fact I feel ancient.
1: I was really worried that you it, were going to ask me about something about the game because I was like, I don't remember anything else except that fucking save.
0: No, absolutely not. Because I don't remember anything else about it either. Second question. Hearts head along the M8 this weekend, but boast the third-best away record in the Scottish Premiership this season, taking 27 points from a potential 39. There are three teams tied on 14 points, the next best record.
1: Who are they? Right. It's not Kelly. (laughs) Because Kelly have been minging. Did you say we have the best?
0: The third best.
1: The third best, right. I'm going to assume... The top two are Old Firm. of the it's, Old Firm. Right, so it's the Old Firm and then us. Right. Kelly have been really good in a week, but minging away from home. Okay. So my logic is it's not them. I'm going to go with St Mirren. Is one. Because I just feel like they've been good. Surely Aberdeen and Hibbs have both been terrible. I can't think. But then, you're running out of options, so it must be Dundee... Is two right? So, do I go with Kelly? Do I just think it's the top six? Do I have to get them all, or I get nothing? Could be a bluff or a double bluff here. I don't even get lives. I just have to get the three. No, I'll give. I'll give you. I'll
0: give you two lives. Take that. Or three. No,
1: go three. I was. I was only. No two. I was only games. going to ask for one, so I'll take two. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Right, I'm just going to go with, it. Is Command Nick one of them? No. Right,
0: one I was come. fucking
1: right. Right. So that narrows it down, Mr McIver. It must be, right, it's no Livingston, because they've got no fucking points. <laughs> they, do they even have 14 points? <laughs> 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 I don't think they do. I think <laughs> they're on 13. Um, it's no Ross County. Right. I've seen Johnston being good. So I've narrowed it down. it's in Johnston, Motherwell, Hibs, and Aberdeen. Does this mean I get one more life and then that's it? Or I've j- if I get one wrong, that's me fucked?
0: Wrong and that's you
1: fucked. Right. I'm going to go. Because they just keep getting loads of draws. I'm going to go Motherwell. <laughs> it's Hibs. <laughs> Is it? Oh, Hibs Hibbs are going to be my last option. Hibs. Oh, I would really never did. have guessed Hibs.
0: I, see when you said St Johnston St Johnston have only just won their first game away from home Oh really? Month. Yeah I couldn't believe that Wow <laughs> So there you go Dundee, St Mirren and Hibernian Wow Your multiple choice Hearts head to Ibrox this Saturday To take on Rangers in a first versus third clash But how many clean sheets have the Jers Kept in the Scottish Premiership so far this season Only bettering hearts A 14 B, 15, C, 16,
1: D, 17 Right, I think we've kept 12 I think I think we've kept 12 Or was it 12 before the weekend? No, I think it was 11 before the weekend So I'm going to say 12
0: Right
1: Rangers are doing well I don't think it's as many as
0: 26 games as well
1: Was it it 14, 15, 16 and 17?
0: Yes.
1: I don't think it would be as high as 17 I'm going to go 15 B right that means either it's 14 or 16 answer is C 16 oh I was going to say 14 I was going to eliminate (laughs) the top 2 fucking hell I didn't think there were that many ahead of it was 12 for us prior to the it was 12 right Okay. cool oh now it's 13 oh we've kept 13 now oh wow impressive isn't it Bloody hell, I feel so bad for Zander Clark. You've been so unlucky in this quiz, I'll It's be ridiculous. Listen, really it's how my day's gone the day. It's been a disaster of <laughs> a day. I knew this was going to be one of my few times I get zero. I've just well, accepted that, it. Listen, I
0: could be opening up this to make it multiple choice and make things easier for you. The Jambos last won six successive Scottish Premiership matches in the 2010-11 season under Jim Jeffries, just like we spoke about at the start of the episode. Hearts won one of the four league meetings with the Gers that season, thanks to a winner from Ryan Stevenson at Tynecastle. Who was the only Rangers player to score in our other three defeats to them that campaign?
1: Do you mean that that means in the other three games he scored in each game? Yes. Right.
0: Against Rangers. Do you want a multiple choice? Well, I was
1: going to say, the only player I have in my head that was around that time and by around that time I mean it could be five years before or five years above it's Yelovich. so I don't played for him so yes I would very much oh and Chris Boyd so I'd very much like <laughs> multiple choice well
0: I've, I've got the multiple choices back up so A. Kenny Miller right. B. Kyle Lafferty C. Stephen Naismith or D.
1: Nikita Yelovich. Oh, Yelovich is the right I think it's Naismith but because he was there I'm just going Yellovich I don't even give a shit if it is Naismith I'm going Yellovich Daniel McIver you're correct
0: it was not Stephen Naismith however it was not Nikita Yellevich. Fuck, it Who was, was it? Kyle
1: Lafferty again the person I would have said last <laughs> I would have absolutely said what <laughs>
0: happens when I actually prepare for the show and do a decent quiz and a, a reminder
1: an ever-present reminder that until we started this podcast, I did not pay attention to Scottish football <laughs> out with hearts for my entire life.
0: Whereas I'm a sad little loser and it was all that I did because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you who am I to conclude the quiz. Come on. I'm, think, not I've, no, I'm, I'm not getting No, I think I've been missed. all right here. I think I've been all right here. I hope. Right. Come on, you've got this. I, I believe in you.
1: Yeah, sure. Ready? Go for it.
0: I joined the Jambos as one of countless players on loan from FPK Kaunas. After another loan spell from the Lithuanian club elsewhere in Europe, I returned to Hearts on a three-year contract, but failed to score in 79 appearances for HMFC in all competitions. That being said, I was part of a memorable season whilst pulling on the maroon shirt, and after leaving Edinburgh, I joined RB Leipzig, but whilst the club was in the Regionalliga, the fourth tier of German football, and I was released without making a league appearance. My playing career took me out, didn't take me outside of Poland, Lithuania, Germany and Scotland, and these days I managed the last club that I played for, having hung up my boots in
1: 2022. Who am I? You, f- you had the fucking audacity You say, I think I've done this alright, and you open with, oh by the way, he's one of the 900 people that was on those the <laughs> counters. What the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the name that immediately popped into my head was Evas Kevichus, but I'm pretty sure he scored for us. Okay. So, I'm going to just have to ask... Between what years did he play for Hearts? Great question.
0: So, like I said, he arrived on loan the first time around, yeah. and that was two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. And then he signed permanently from twenty ten to twenty twelve.
1: <sighs> that means he must have been hanging about the cup win. Which I now understand is the question. It's the point that you said summon bollocks about a memorable season. Right. Who were the Lithuanians that were still here? Zal, but obviously played a lot more than seventy nine games, didn't he fucking play for Leipzig and scored many times? Eh uh, I think periachenko was fucking Lithuanian. I think he was Czech. Uh, oh hey, twelve. That's the thing. I only really know that fucking N eleven squad first team, and then the okay. eleven twelve squad. And Ivas Kevicius was before that. Jo- oh well, no, he played in that, but I'm pretty sure he he's against Rangers.
0: Right, the close again. I joined the Jambos as one of countless players on loan from FPK Kaunas. After another loan spell from the Lithuanian club, elsewhere in Europe. I returned to Hearts on a 3 year contract but failed to score in 79 appearances for HMFC. That being said, I was part of a memorable season whilst pulling on the maroon shirt. After leaving Edinburgh I joined RB Leipzig but whilst the club was in the Regio- Regiona Liga, the 4th tier of German football and I was released without making a league appearance. My playing career didn't take me outside of Poland, Lithuania, Germany and Scotland. And these days i manage the last club that i played for having hung up my boots in 2022 who
1: am i the problem is i've just realized he didn't actually say he is lithuanian but he played in lithuania surely that means he's lithuanian <sighs> i think periachenko played that many games for us and wasn't he technically ukrainian he was like ukrainian lithuanian or something i don't know if i want to even <laughs> ask I don't know if I even want to ask the position because I feel like that's not going to help me. To be totally honest, it was part. The thing is that's killing me is that I'm trying to think of someone who was involved in the squad that was playing in the cup final, but also A lot played of like appearances as well. Yeah, played like nearly eight. Because like you said, he never scored for us. Never right. scored. So like Novakovic scored for us. <laughs> so it can't be him even though I mean I'm pretty sure I would have heard if Novakovic played in fucking at RB Leipzig but admittedly
0: does not still play?
1: or does he? I think he does I don't even know find out what I'm thinking
0: (laughs) he plays in Turkey Novakovic does he?
1: how old is he like?
0: he's 33 Jesus fucking hell so he must have been like 20 when he came to us yeah he left Hearts at 23 eh?
1: You know, Jesus. You're right, mate. I don't know, and I hate that you've done this to me. I do have another question, but I need to fucking.
0: Okay.
1: What's a good other question? I feel like if I ask the nationality and you say Lithuanian, I'll be fucking livid. So, I don't know if I want to do that. Right. I'm just going to have to ask, what position did he play? He played
0: in the middle of the park.
1: What? Um, A Lithuanian that played in the middle of the park and played low for it. Right, think of this fucking squad. The problem is, I've got, like... I've got folk, like, Meditaul, but wasn't he, like, Algerian or something? <laughs> Uh, Moroccan I think Moroccan aye sorry I'm just going to google all these while you're guessing please actually yeah confirm it I I think you are right with Moroccan got to say someday
0: born in France representing Morocco
1: at international level right that makes sense who was in this fucking team what did you say Lithuania Germany Poland and where Scotland Oh yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> only park. Scottish
0: club. If that's any consolation. Oh,
1: thank you, much appreciated <laughs> okay. Right, come on, think. He could have been Polish. But who the fuck was? But Christian Novak was a few years after that. <laughs> um, and who could remember his header against Rangers? Exactly. That would, the that, would the <laughs> that would have been a good, didn't have? That would have been not We'd already it. done him. I <laughs> you oh, would definitely have done Nova. Right. Middle of the park. Who's not Scottish that played in the middle of the park around then? We've got Meditao, who is Moroccan who probably played in either france or morocco at some point and would have been named clubs we've got ian black <laughs> pressure training is named either poland <laughs> germany or Lithuania. can't
0: remember ian black at rb
1: leipzig nah, either. Near who, he must have been young if he just retired last year no suso he's a winger and spanish wasn't known for cow I may be putting too much emphasis on the 11 12 team, and I'm conscious that I've been thinking for a while, so I do need to think of your name.
0: No, listen, that's what it's all about. <clears throat> I'm just dismissing this. I made I made it tricky, so. You did. I'm, I'm glad that you're taking your time.
1: Problem is, I just can't think of centre, mid, like middle of the park, at this time, that only Scottish and stuff like that it was Adrian Morovic. I mean, is that even how you fucking say his name eh I think he was Polish I don't think he ever played at Kaunas though there's Palosuelos but we've, de- we've famously done Palosuelos <laughs> 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 you could forget <laughs>
0: Palosuelos yeah. the um, ghost of Roman Palosuelos will forever haunt me
1: exactly for some reason I'm just between medi and Adrian Morovic I don't even care if that's how you say his name uh, or Ian Black for a laugh did Morovic ever did Towle or Morovic ever score for us I assume it's not Medi Towle because he must have played he must have come through in France or Morocco Adrian Morovic ever score for us if he did I'd fucking can when he did he was oh but he was more like he played centre half a lot I think Morovic I know he was technically a midfielder problem is I don't have anyone else's fucking name in my head. Okay. Nah, Morovic was like 27 when he came here. surely. He can't he had just retired two years ago. And I feel like, I can it's no Leipzig as they are now. Oh, but I don't have anybody else. Right, I'm conscious of time. I'm just going to have to go for it. I'm going for Adrian Marovic. We might have even done him, but I'm just <laughs> going for Adrian Marovic. Is that even how you say his name? Adrian, Marovic. Adrian Marovic. is that his name i think so well that's who i'm going with
0: put it this way i should have learned how to pronounce it because it's the correct answer is it actually
1: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> how the hell have you waggled your way into that get in what how old was he when know. he was at us
0: Right, so I, I knew that this would be an interesting one to run through. I cannot believe you've plucked this. You have no idea how much I've made various looks to the camera and I was literally squirt
1: like that. Oh, that's the was, thing. For those on YouTube, I've not been looking laughing. at the camera. I've been staring oh, into
0: space. I was at the verge of pissing myself. I thought I was going to have to mute my mic.
1: <laughs> For fuck's sake, get it! That's one of the happiest so. I've been.
0: Adrian <laughs> um, he hung up his boots at 39 years of age. Fucking hell! Only just in 2022, he manages Górnik
1: The Famous.
0: Know <laughs> all about them. Um, yeah. What? What else? Uh, so obviously, the, the memorable season that I actually thought of was the that 10 11 team because I just of remember him as like being the absolute yeah. pickel on that team. But funnily enough. You said it, excuse me. And I was looking at his Wikipedia, obviously, while you were talking. He actually did leave Hearts in May 2012 because he wasn't offered a new Ah, deal. So that was the expiry of his deal. And on the 18th of May 2012, the day before that game, he joined Leipzig on a two year contract. I could not believe that. He popped in my head today and I went down through his Wikipedia and I had to do a double take I was like am I drunk or does that say RB Leipzig underneath hearts?
1: <laughs> or is it one of the uh, weird teams that Red Bull have that it's just random but no it's actually right RB exactly leipzig. so then I
0: was like hold on a second where the, what league did RB Leipzig play in in 2012 then the fourth tier of German football obviously i think they were not locomotive leipzig but the other one whatever yeah. they were called prior to that um yeah initially loaned from Kaisers obviously I didn't, I didn't know that i didn't know we got him for carrying neither did i i didn't know that there was two separate spells because he went to Arka Gdynia in his homeland and then came back to hearts on a three-year deal um, never scored for us 79 appearances yeah there you go poland lithuania germany and scotland and like i say now he's now he's a gaffer so how the fuck did i get that I have no idea how you stumbled into that, but that was very impressive. Imagine well if done. I'd
1: said medi
0: Oh, don't. I was begging. I was thinking <laughs> he's he's going to lift somebody from somewhere, <laughs> literally trying my absolute damnedest to be not pushing myself. Well done, mate. And Good I work.
1: avoided getting zero by getting you, you, sal- you salvaged your quiz at the very last. Very impressive. Absolutely take it. Well... Let us know if you got it, and if you got it quicker than me, which I imagine a lot of you will have. But if you did get it, and if you did enjoy it, please let us know on your podcast platform of choice by leaving us a review. It massively helps us out. If you've been watching me struggle for 15 minutes trying to remember his big face on YouTube, then please leave a like, comment, and subscribe. We are at Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media. Perth to Paisley at gmail.com if you want to fire us over an email. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials?
0: Uh, you can find me watching the best bits from Hearts uh, 10-11 season, including the top 10 Adrian Morović tackles at Adam T. Kendall. What about
1: yourself, mate? Um, At DMcarry22. We'll be back next week on a Monday release due to wanting to cover the Rangers game before the big Edinburgh Derby. So, we'll have a whole lot to cover next week. We hope to see you then. But, until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Come on, Hearts!